How do you feel about manifesting? Like manifestation? I think it works, but you got to put in the, the work. Yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes. You know, you can't just manifest and not put in the work. That's know? delusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is funny today? <laughs> I, I like your intros, man. Every single episode. <laughs> I like, we need to add it on the. Yes, it's is, it, is it recording be. right now? Yeah, yeah. It's recording. Okay. It should be on. Welcome back to another episode of Afro Vive. As you can see, we have a special guest with us today, Omari in the building. Nice to meet you guys. We gotta have a confetti. Oh, I, I just have a suit behind him. Okay. Yeah. Fireworks. We got Mickey in the building. Hi, guys. Mendes. You, you want to do the sound? No. <laughs> it's only for the guests. We got Medis. Medis is drinking his tea, living his best life. All right. What's yes. happening, yeah. guys? Um, what's happening? Been struggling. We're making the tea, setting up. It's getting cold. How about you guys? In this work with Bushetti. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was a crazy work week for me. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. What do you do? Um, so I work in digital marketing for a surgery center. Oh, nice. Yeah. Digital marketing. So I actually, at uh, some point, um, I did that in college as well. In college, I was just all over the place. I did like uh, uh, marketing and um, business management. Okay. But uh, I just didn't like it. I was just pretty much doing it for like me to like get the knowledge of mm -hmm. like um, how those firms are, like work so I can apply it to like things that I do. But that's pretty dope though. Yeah, marketing is like a, it's like a huge thing in the world right now. You know? It is, it's yeah. It's like everything that we see, like it is, the smallest it is. thing. I just saw um, a TikTok the other day that I was watching and this guy just walked up to this random guy in New York and he was like, hey, here goes a free bottle of water. And no, it wasn't in New York, it was UK. He was like, hey, here goes a free bottle of water. And the guy's like, why do I want a free bottle of water? And he's like, well, it's natural spring water. Um, all of our advertising is on the bottle. So mm. free. we put our advertising on the bottle so companies pay um, to advertise on the bottle. Therefore, we can give it out for free. Yeah, have you seen like um, like um, on like people like personal car? Sometimes they have like all this big ass ad pasted on their cars and stuff. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. I think you know you can make weird. money off there. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's weird like, though. I wouldn't want yeah. Muhammad's hair cutting all <laughs> business, business on my car. <laughs> you, man. Because he's quiet. She's just hating on me. <laughs> this is uh, one class I took though when I was doing that. I don't know if you uh, took that class before. But pretty much what the class is, right? The professor like shows like all this ads that we see on TV and um try to like break it down like the psychology behind it like the reason why like somebody do a certain thing like in an ad or like the reason why like uh maybe like even like the the, the slightest thing right like somebody dropped it like their phone and uh like, they pick it up in a specific way the reason why they do that and how that like actually affect like people like us you know how that like uh lead us to the point where like uh we take action like based on the things that we see even not knowing like that's what they're trying to do it's crazy you say that because um i was listening to another podcast the other day and they were talking about how when we get on social media our the things i was i was taking this class and the things that we see on social media it's triggered for us to see so like what you may see on your instagram what you may see on your instagram is different from what i'll see is different yeah. from what he'll see yeah so it's all gauged to like your like gauge, yeah, what your you life. like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so many social media platforms 
are gauged to trigger certain emotions in people's lives mm. so like you'll see things and be like oh this makes me angry and there's literally people who write these codes for these algorithms to trigger certain emotions in people's lives understand your behavior yeah yeah it's even like when we're talking um like i was looking for someone to cut this wig of mine right and then i was just talking about oh i need someone to cut my wig and you know talking and then when i got on my phone all these hairstylists pop up like baltimore <laughs> hairstylists i'm like sk right it's weird you know it's so creepy so i just told you like i i went through a breakup right yeah so i'm on tiktok all <laughs> oh yeah existence yeah. Yo, yo, for the longest time like the breakup happens and i get on tiktok you know i'm trying to uplift myself laugh a little yeah no it's always like these people like tarot card readers they're like oh your person's coming back oh they're, about you. they're 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 feeling all the emotions right now from the breakup you know in the next 24 hours yeah you're gonna you'll get, get a, a cool yeah like, this is not gonna are you over it though yeah i am do you, are you telling yourself you're no, over I, it or no, no, you are over it. it? I'm seriously over it. It was it was such well, that's a like a tough guy, man. No, no, no. Well, that's because I'm I'm so emotionally intelligent. Mm, I'm, I'm super, learning about emotional intelligence. In tune with my emotions. So it was really hard because me, like you hurt me. I want to get my lick back. Me too. Like I want to get my lick back. <laughs> I'm not I'm not waiting on God. I'm not waiting on karma. No, nah, like I want to get my lick back and then I'll feel better. So for me, it was like um. It was challenging. It was really hard. To not get your leg back. To not get my leg back. What Only because... Like, like, um, uh, I, want you to feel like I want you to feel uh, what... What I felt. What I felt. Or worse. Why? Yeah. I don't want you to eat for a week. Exactly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so I sent her... After I sent her like that seven-page letter, um, I sent her like this text. And... I knew she wasn't gonna reply to the text, but it was more so like I want you to sit in these thoughts. Like I want <laughs> you to are that. evil. No, 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 no. Are you a Gemini? Not that She's I really a Gemini. care. Oh God, she, no, I'm a Capricorn. I don't even like. I heard a lot of weird things about Gemini's, but don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not really into this whole horoscope thing, right? Mm -hmm. But then um, I had a friend back in South Africa, next to a neighbor. So my next to a neighbor, you know, when you're young, you have that one friend that you sit with every day. And she was seeing this guy, and he was a Gemini. And she kept on, you know, so she planted this seed in my mind, like, this is how Geminis are, and this is how they <laughs> act. You know what I mean? So um, I was seeing someone that was a Gen Gemini, and I was like, these motherfuckers are toxic. <laughs> you never give him a chance. No. No, I gave him a chance, but he was toxic. He was, like, Geminiing. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like for me, um, a lot of my friends are Gemini's. I feel like you're a little bit toxic, I, though. You <laughs> <laughs> think I'm toxic? Right. How did you know? Because why would you write someone an eight-page? What would I what? Why would you write someone an eight-page character development? Because they needed to hear it. I felt like me giving them a character development letter. <laughs> Is someone in their life that loves and care about them? Mm -hmm. I've never heard that before. Being honest, like, why would you not want? Listen, if if you're my friend and you come to me and say, "Hey, I can no longer be your friend because of the way that you make me feel, and it's not healthy for either of us," yeah, that's you pulling me aside, being an adult and being transparent yeah. about your feelings. I'll respect you so much. Now, yeah. if you just leave 
without communication and silence, it's, I don't know. I just feel like things could have been handled better if if you would have came to me and told me so I can understand. Help me grow. Even if we're not friends or we never have that relationship again, you're allowing me to see things from a different perspective and step outside of what I'm used to seeing. I I feel you on that, though, because it's like I've always said, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people like kind of like scared of tough conversations like me um what i expect from my friends right i want them to tell me like the things that they probably think i don't want to hear i feel like that's what true friendship is right because sometimes like i might have like a a bad habit that i may not be aware of you know just because like that's just how i've been doing it but if somebody called that out right you know bring that to my attention now like i'm very i'll be very mindful to like uh, uh look for those traits you know, next time, yeah, you're dealing with that person, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, some way you tell me this. Mm. Like, uh, here's a. <laughs> wait, wait, what did they tell you about yourself? yourself? What did you tell me yeah. about myself? What did you do? No, no, I was just saying, like, that's the type oh. of friendship that like, I like. he would but, prefer uh, something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like um, when you really love someone, you're going to hurt their feelings. Regardless, even if it's, yeah. it's inevitable, yeah. even if it's yeah. not intentional, you're gonna hurt their feelings. Yeah, it is. But if there's like good reasoning behind what you're saying to them to better them, and not to like bring their character down or like hurt them, then I think if they're willing to grow and l- turn inward and look at themselves, they'll understand why you said what you said. Yeah, they won't take like too personally. Huh? Yeah. Do you guys feel like um, like there's someone? someone in my life like a family member right that has changed so much since i came to america like to a point that i don't even know her anymore Mm. right i can't even have a simple conversation with her like i can't even be like listen you you've been doing let's use alcohol for example you've been drinking so much that you're actually losing yourself and i can see it because i'm not there anymore so i'm looking from outside in you know, mm. and from outside in, I can see that you have a problem. And I feel like you need to find some sort of solution. And then she'll fight me or she'll be like, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. I've been depressed for the past. I'm like, okay, I understand. See, now I'm, I'm becoming Muhammad where you, you want to listen to your problem <laughs> once and then we want solutions. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't call you. I've been in America almost for three years now. I can't call you in every time. I call you, you're telling me the same problem over and over. Okay, I get your problem. Let's talk solutions. And then it's like, oh, but I'm depressed. Oh, but I'm like... That's the thing. It's like, I usually I usually don't... Once I tell you, okay, well, let, let's figure something out. And you tell me, you know, I'm depressed. I'm, I'm like, it's like, I'm going through shit too. But I don't mean like I'm making wrong decisions. Like... Mm. The same situation you're going through, maybe other person is going like is literally experiencing way worse than yours. You know what I'm saying? But then it's just them getting that uh, into their head and making sure, okay, well, you know what? I actually got to change. But as long as they're not ready, I'm not gonna. You know, once I tell you once, I feel like you're not ready. I'm not gonna push it. It I'm goes back. Leave. It goes back to emotional intelligence, also. Yeah, I just feel like um um like people usually uh pick up like message differently mm-hmm. for example right uh, some people like need like the motivational type of like talk while it's like some people like they need like that tough love type of talk right mm. while some other people need like uh 
they were like just like sarcastic right calling them out the whole time mm-hmm. and um they were finally on realizing so but um with your friend or family member right like you may just have to like <laughs> switch around like if you really like wanting to see them change but one thing you should understand as well like there's other people as well that just don't listen right they just learn by experience like they'll just keep doing like what they been doing until like they hit the wall like boom then and now their back is against the wall then uh they finally realize oh fuck maybe um she she was right the whole time you know that's like something like i don't even like um kill myself too much like giving somebody advice right if i've done it like once or twice like people do listen but like if they're not taking any action then it's not your responsibility to like keep forcing them you know maybe i should write a eight letter yeah try that do you guys gonna get over that one <laughs> yo um i like i want to get into the to the conversation what was in the letter but i think it's a little too personal yes yeah, yeah, go ahead. um but no i have a I have an honest question like I've, I've i've been asking people this recently mm-hmm. um what do you feel like your superpower is in life mm-hmm. Hmm. My superpower in life is to be fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> to make people laugh. I feel like my energy brings a good I mean I feel like I don't know how everyone else feels. So I think that I bring good energy to a room. I'm <laughs> 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 not a clown. No. Actually let me think about it. No, no I, I, I I kinda like uh um uh, Sensei, though, I do feel that way as well. You about me or about you? Yeah, about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still think about it and let us know. <laughs> but what's your superpower? I, I don't know. I feel like lately, well, yeah, I feel like lately I've been able to like just just the ability to like understand situation from different perspective. Like you know, I'm I'm never I'm always calm, you know, because I try to understand it from different perspective, you know. Nice. And in doing so, like I end up listening. You know? mm. So if you tell me stuff, I will listen, but then I'll try to look at it from a different angle. You know, usually I feel like that's something that I've picked up, you know, in the past few years or so. Okay. Yeah. And yours, Safi? Oh me, you want me to go next? Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, I would just say not overacting and very. Patient. That's, That's a real why. superpower. You're very patient? I am. Okay. I'm very patient with children. Adults, please <laughs> yeah, don't. Same. Children, kids? like kids are, yeah, I'm very patient with yeah. kids. Adults, please don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, I feel like um, it gets to the point where, like, um, I'm so patient to the point where, like, it starts becoming, like, negative to mine because now, like, people start using it mm. against me. And, um, that's like something I'm learning also to like balance out, you know? Sometimes I just like be a ruthless, like, nah, I'm not doing it. Be patient, but, but have your have yeah, your boundaries. Have boundaries yeah. yeah. And Yosemite, you? besides uh, helping people with character <laughs> development. <laughs> um, superpower. I feel like mine would be foresight. And, yeah, Elaborate. Foresight. And I say that because like, I have the most vivid dreams. Like my dreams at night are always vivid. And it's crazy because I always remember my dreams. Like mm. and I have like these deja vu moments in life oh. where yo, yeah, I have like I've these deja vu moments in life where I'll have a dream and 
it'll be about it's always something in specifics either a person place and thing or feeling mm. so um i won't i don't i won't understand the meaning of the dream i don't i won't know why i'm having this dream but say two years from now or like 10 years from now mm-hmm. a moment will click and i'm like yeah. i remember that dream and it takes me back to that place when i that night when i had that dream mm-hmm. it's the craziest thing so um i feel like so i'm christian mm-hmm. um i believe in god uh and i feel like i'm a prophet <laughs> no i wouldn't, prophet I, I wouldn't say that but it's more so like i feel like i'm sent messages right to either help someone else mm-hmm. help myself or be just self-aware mm-hmm. about what's going on in my life that's that's a great gift to have do you like dreaming me yeah um it's a curse and a blessing yeah Because it really like, is your brain doesn't stop like I your hate brain it, doesn't man. stop and it's so crazy because like i hate this so i hate to talk about this but i think that you have these people in life that are placed in life in our lives and they're extremely smart and extremely intelligent and they're like geniuses for instance like connie i think connie's a genius does he say crazy shit yes but i think that his brain just doesn't stop yeah mm-hmm. i don't think he knows how to turn off his brain so i think that's like a curse but it's pretty a much. curse it's like your downfall yeah because like your thoughts may make sense to yourself but to someone else who may not be on the same vibration as you you're going to sound nuts yeah i feel like for him as well right like he kind of like have problems in like uh delivering his message for sure sometimes like um if you figure like um sit and like listen to what he's saying it may have like like some good points right but the way he just said it's just like oh man like like it just sound like a clickbait so like, like him being on like, twitter right, or stuff yeah. like that and just like like tweeting stuff out or sending stuff out it sounds crazy but like when he like gets with the right person and has like a real deep conversation you're just right. like wow i never thought about it that way mm. so speaking of deja vu right yeah i've I always experienced like always you know and i feel like sometimes i'd be like damn have i like actually lived this before yeah but then it's uh-huh. I, it was at the first experience was a dream You know, like I first experienced that um well I've experienced it before, but like the one where I was actually I dreamt about me being in the office, right? Got on like I was you know, working laptop. Were you working with um Jeff Bezos? No, not something like that. <laughs> but literally it was like this it was like a high rising building, you know, sitting there, glass windows and I was working, turnarounds like my manager and all that stuff. And I'm telling you, when I did my internship I was sitting in the same high rise building. Whoa. My laptop, my manager around, and something just clicked. I'm like, and I started looking around and smiling. So, <laughs> you know, and everyone was everyone was working. And my mom like, "Damn. Like has this I happened before?" This before. You know it's so, you know. It's so crazy that you say that because um I don't know if you guys seen this movie Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yo, so you know how you know how he was seeing himself through that dimension mm-hmm. and he was trying to get that message to himself and his kid to stay there. Oh do yes, I did. Feel like we have like do you feel like I don't I feel like to me once I've experienced stuff like my dreams, yeah. I always try to stay closer to it. 
Okay. You know, as long as it's like positive stuff, yeah, I always try. And recently, <laughs> I dreamt about you know a good good opportunity, right? And then to be honest with you, it's literally coming to life. Okay. You know, so it's like you know I can't say right now, but it's something that's gonna you know happen to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? And I always believe in putting myself in a situation where I know I can achieve something. You know, I'm never I'm never like the one where I feel like okay, if that's bad for me, go there and like nah. Yeah. I only go yeah. and do stuff if I know it's something that's going to benefit me. How do you feel about manifesting, like manifestation? I think it works, but you got to put in the, the work. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. You know, you can't just manifest and not put in the work. That's know? delusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what is funny to <laughs> no, no, look, 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 no, no. You know, You know how like, uh, you see a lot of people... <laughs> That's delusion. <laughs> no, there's a lot, a lot of people like that. At some point, I was like that too, right? Where like... Um, I'll like look for like all this inspiration, like listen to all this motivation and stuff, but not do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, mind you, just playing yourself game at the end of the day. So if you don't take action, you can read like as much as you want or like listen to motivation as much as you want. It's not gonna go anywhere. You know, I'd rather like be that person that just like um, take action, wh- whether I'm ready or not, mm-hmm. than um, just looking for somebody to inspire me or looking for inspiration somewhere. Because if that inspiration is not there, then what are you gonna do? Mm. Yeah. That's just like people who <laughs> I'm gonna get killed for this. <laughs> but that's just like people who um have those uh vision board parties uh, exactly. and they like get like fucking stacks of magazines and start cutting out like Bentley's right. and, exactly. and this bag they want and X, Y, and Z and then they, you know, glue it to here, hang mm-hmm. it up in their wall, and ignore that shit for the rest of the year. And just, yeah, like, look, at just <laughs> look at it. Like what are you doing? Like why not just like you're, Take like how how are you how, gonna achieve those gonna dreams? Achieve those like, dreams, yeah. yeah. In the world that we're living in, right, anything is possible, guys. Exactly. Like yeah. you can do anything, and yeah. it's crazy. You can do anything you put your mind literally to, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Seriously, like. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, so I wanted to like ask you, how did you get into digital marketing, like, and how? Like, how has it been? Like, is it something that you see yourself, you know, five, ten years from now? Or do you see yourself branching to, like, something else? Did you also manifest that in your dreams? Yeah. Did you see that in your dreams? I, I, can, yeah. I consider myself, like, a, a super manifester. Mm. For okay. sure. Um, for me, digital marketing, it's something I taught myself. Yeah. Like, if, if I see something that I enjoy and that I love, mm-hmm. I study it. Like I study, I get on YouTube, I will read books, I will make it my life. Obsessed. I become extremely obsessed, like Mm -hmm. super driven. So digital marketing, I was, I am very good at networking. Like I can communicate with people. I can read people's body languages, understand what they're thinking, how they're feeling. And he's a dangerous guy. Right. So (laughs) I'm scared. So it's like with that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb. Like. Do it. They're gonna teach you the job regardless. Yeah, they, yeah. they would. Like, come Every on, lie on that. Yeah. just lie on that resume. And I mean, it's not really <laughs> lying, but it's like I've done this. Give me a chance. Like you put me in this position, give me a chance, and I'm gonna show you how amazing I am. Yeah. So with that, I took a chance and got a job in um, Scottsdale, Arizona. Moved out there, and then I was working uh, as a social crea- social content creator for um, a plastic surgeon. And I, it's so crazy because. I was on the job and I was working and I started to become like 
Like the job was has become like easier for you now. No, it was becoming a chore. It felt like a chore. Ooh. It started to feel like a chore. So once things start to feel like a chore, I'm no, my happiness starts to step away. Separate. Yeah, oh, yeah, separate yeah. for sure. Um, so I started manifesting and praying like every day, and I'm like, hey, you know, I want to move to DC. I want to move to DC. I want to move to DC. Like when I, I'm telling, every day, I'm telling myself this every single day. Listen, like, the same thing. I'm putting pen to paper, and crazy story. Uh, we come in one week on a Monday and we get a new CEO at our company. She sends out an email and she's like, um, you know, we're going to have Zoom calls at the end of the week for the whole marketing team. So Wednesday comes, we're in the marketing meeting and um, we're all joking around. We're like, oh, what if we get fired on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> so during this time period, I'm like talking to my family. I'm like, I really want to move to D.C. Like. I see myself there. I see myself thriving there. I want to be around more black people and like, you know, network and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Friday comes, I come in the office like it's a regular morning and I'm working um, and I'm about to hop on the Zoom call with the CEO and they tell me, they're like, hey, since you're in the office, come to the boardroom. So we come, I go to the boardroom uh-huh. and they're like, you know, this is going to be a difficult conversation. So oh, she no. said that <laughs> I, I stepped in the room. I felt the energy. I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. So I sit down and they're like, it's going to be a difficult conversation. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. So I get home. Oh. Uh, my manager calls me. She's like, yeah, um, did you get fired today? I'm like, yeah, I got fired too. So she let, they let go of the whole marketing team, wow. like five people. Um, so I'm the type of person that when bad things happen in my life or like I'm hurt or something like that, that shit makes me grind. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I see I, I'm tunnel vision. Right. You don't shave your heel off. the day day i get home i start applying for jobs immediately Mm. like as soon as they fire me i go home and start applying for jobs because i'm like i mean i could go i could go drink i could go like do whatever but like nah like this i showed up to work doing what i love to do Mm -hmm. so i need to get back to that place and nobody in arizona will hire me but i got three job offers in dc Ooh, yeah look at god yeah listen literally so i feel like god when you put things out there and you put those things into the universe Mm -hmm. Mm. if you aren't following through with him he will make you make room for yourself so Mm. that you can receive the blessings that you're trying to get okay it's coming back to like um um we the one that see you reading the the ask. Yeah, you find yeah. As asking is a given. Yeah. So, um, like one of the other rules, um, like uh, just, uh, it's like three of them: ask, seek, and knock. Right. Yeah. Or um, sit in what? Ask and it shall be given. Mm-hmm. Seek and it shall seek. find. Mm-hmm. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. Something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like because one thing I've learned as well, right? I've ever read the Alchemist. Okay. No. So pretty much like um the alchemist, right? One thing that the office said on there, right? It's like usually the there's everything around us, but we attract like the things that we focus on more, right? Mm. So if you start putting your attention to like um specific something, now you you kind of like configure your brain to only look for that thing. It's just like it's just like um when you when you're looking for a car, right? Let's say um you're trying to get a new car, Toyota Camry. And um, before, when you don't have that car, you don't see out there. You don't see, yeah. But as soon as you purchase that Every car, corner. Right, when you're on the road, that's that's mm. what you see all the time. 
So it's the same thing. Like um, when you seek something, like so much to the point where like um, that's the only thing you think. Like every single day, you are gonna see like all around you, like all the ways. And um, uh, I usually give this advice to so, um, Brandon, right? Mm-hmm. One of my friends. He's into like music and stuff. He has been to like um, all kind of like, Travis Scott concerts and stuff like that. I haven't. And uh, I was just talking to him one time, like telling like the differences in like like how our brain works, like when it comes to interest, right? Brandon is like on the music side. I'm like on the tech side, right? And um, there's more opportunities that I can see, like when it comes to like the tech side than Brandon, just because um my focus is most like in the tech lane, right? When it comes to music. Brenda's has had like so much more opportunities, like just running to like icons. Even like when he went to California, he saw Rick Ross like on the road. He saw like a um, couple other stars, right? Because that's his lane. And uh, why well, I tech is my lane. So pretty much like uh, that, it's just that I understand like um, find something that you really um, super like interested in and just focus on it. Then everything, you're just going to see like opportunities like everywhere. Just comes to you. Yeah. It's like tapping into yourself and putting yourself on that like vibrational wavelength mm-hmm. and just knowing that what's for you is for you like knowing that it's for you it's going to happen um like the book that we were talking about asking is given um i was reading it and it's such a life-changing book because it really makes you understand the law of attraction and like just manifesting and attracting what you already know is for you whether it's relationships or jobs or money or anything mm. studying law attraction <laughs> <laughs> another good one right so, um thinking Rich. that one's a pretty good one too like when it comes to like attracting okay. or like yes. this mindset i don't know if you even noticed like the 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 notes in my mirror in my bathroom this is like whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Yeah. That is great. I truly um, believe that, you know. Guys, on to a lighter side. <laughs> to a lighter side? I do a lighter side. Well, where we transition? Tell to? us, Omari, how, how, many, how many countries have you traveled to? I've been to 22 countries. 22 countries. Ooh, my wow. role model, man. This is my role model. So right? you've I love been, it. You've been traveling while working online? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So just traveling. Um, about to quit my job right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what I do is I try to travel during vacation times. So like, say if we have a holiday on, like a major holiday on like a Monday, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And then I have that Monday off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take That's off smart. that week and then just use PTO for those days. So it's like wow. you're cheating the system, but you're not cheating the system. You're That's just like maximizing your PTO. So you go for like, let's say a week and then come back. I'll go for like a week, a week and a half <laughs> normally. And then, <laughs> then come back. I love this stuff one. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm my happy serious. place. That's good. That's good. I mean, where like if you can like name out of all those 20 countries, like Thank which you. country you think you would go back to again? Go back to? Yeah. Uh, there's two countries that I've been to twice. Um, that's Dubai and Egypt. I've been to Dubai and Egypt twice. But nice. if I can go back to any of those countries, it would definitely have to be Kenya. 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 Oh, been, oh. Kenya's beautiful. Kenya. The motherland. Have you been to Bali? Yo, crazy. I was supposed to go three weeks ago. I had to cancel the trip because I moved here. 
yeah. that's definitely a place where I want to go. Just let me know. That's good. good. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> even expensive. No. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a place where I'll go, man, for sure. Yeah. I want to yeah, experience. I feel like that's where I belong. <laughs> no, it's not because when you were in the hot seat, I asked you if you could go anywhere in the world. You said you'd stay where you are. So please, no, that's that's where I belong on for my vacations. Oh, for but vacation, not yeah. For like um, hustling and grinding. For hustling and grinding, I want to be an American man. Which country did you have the most like bad experience, and what happened? Like, take us, tell us about what happened. Yeah, what was the uh, worst experience? Why? What happened? How did you feel? How did you handle it? I wouldn't say it's a worst, worst experience. There was... So I almost got arrested. You got arrested? Almost. What did you do? Almost. So, in Egypt, it's illegal to fly drones. Ah. So, um, I'll, I'll set the scene up. So, I'm staying at this um, hotel outside of the pyramid. So, like, this is, like, my balcony. And, like, the pyramids are, like, 30 right. feet yeah. right here in front of me. $22 a night. Cheap Ooh. hotel. What? Super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice. You gotta go. $22 Dang. a night. And you walk out and boom, sliding doors, you see the pyramid. So I took my drone there and I'm like, I launch it up in the air, super high. Nobody can see it. I'm flying over the pyramids. I'm amazed. Like I'm going crazy. I'm just like, this is insane. Like I'm actually here. Like I have video mm-hmm. footage, aerial video footage of the pyramids. So... The easiest part was getting out. The challenging part was getting the drone back in the room. Mm. Drones are illegal, so there's Egyptian police like 30 feet that direction. And then there's people walking through the street in Giza. And I'm like trying to level it down so that it can fly directly through. But I can't see it because like... It's so small. Yeah, it's so small. So it's hovering over the balcony for too long. And then it comes in. So I take the whole thing apart take the SD card out, um, upload everything to the cloud, delete everything off the SD card, and then just lay it on the bed. And That's then a whole lot of time. Um, I get a knock on the door like 15 minutes later. Ooh. It's the hotel owner. You're going to He's like, Egyptian police downstairs. Do you, do you have helicopter? I'm like, no. He's like, do you have a drone? I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't work. So um, he's like, well... What were you doing with it? I was like, well, I was trying to fly it. He's like, well, drones are illegal here. And I'm like, fuck, like, I'm getting arrested. Like, I'm in another country. And I have a flight the next morning to go to, like, ah. Luxor, another part of Egypt. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in jail. I'm going to miss my other flight. So he goes downstairs, and he talks to them. And he comes back, like, five minutes later. He's like, can I get your passport? <gasps> so I'm like, fuck. I'm really going to jail. Like, I'm going to jail in Egypt. So I'm sitting there looking up Egyptian jails on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> just to like I'm see what they look. I'm like, yo, like, let me see what they what look happens. like first. Like, is it cool? <laughs> like, you know. You said is it cool. <laughs> got clean water. We can, we can <laughs> sit this out for a couple of days. So before, you know, the embassy in Egypt come, comes and gets me. So um, they take my passport and Damn. they take the drone. And he takes it to the Egyptian police. Um, and then he comes back 15 minutes later. I'm panicking in the room. Like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. So I, I guess he tried to look on the SD card to see if there's anything on there. Mm. Everything's in the cloud. So they don't, they can't find anything. So he's like, they're going to keep the drone for a few hours. You'll get it back tomorrow morning when you leave, um, to take your flight to the next city. Um, and I'll, I'll bring back your passport in the morning. Okay. But. You didn't sleep that night. I didn't sleep that night. Listen. 
like every footstep in the in like Oof. the hotel, I was like, oh god, somebody's gonna come and arrest me. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And then I wake up at like 4 a.m. He comes, knocks on the door, and he gives me back my drone and my passport, and he's like, "Do not fly it anymore while you're in Egypt." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, I already got what I wanted, so you got your. Do you have the videos? Yeah. Is it uploaded? Yeah, it's on. It's what on. Kind, what kind of drone is it? Uh, so it's a DJI uh, Mavic Air 2. The you, drone went up because I'm usually I have the same drone. Some right? of them they, they, they like, yeah no flight. They don't go. Doesn't yeah. go up. It, it it was a um they allowed me to fly it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. That's a dope story though. That <laughs> is a dope story. See, what be, what if you got arrested? Shit. I would I don't know if I got arrested I would just had to suck it up you know. Yeah. I put myself in that situation so it's like yeah. I'm the only I'm responsible for. I know I know this uh, YouTuber he does uh, f- food stuff where he yeah. travels all around. Right, and he went to Egypt, and he Why got like the permit. About? You know, the guy he wears like bandana. Yeah. Yeah. So he got like you know a permit to film and all that stuff, but they couldn't let me. There was like you know they had to take all of his equipment, all that stuff, and he was going through it like he continuously was recording using his phone. Like he was like, "Do not come to Egypt." Like same thing happened at the airport. So my bag got lost the second trip. Oh. My bag got lost. It got left in Atlanta. Um, so it finally got there like three days later and I had to go to the, um, to the Egyptian airport to go pick it up. So I get there and it's Egyptian airport is completely confusing. Everybody's like a, you have to tip me in order for me to do something. That's Africa. It's crazy. It's so not only Egyptian. I'm like, tr- they're like, well, the office is closed where you get your bag from. I'm like, they just called me and told me to come pick up my bag. They're like, well, the office is closed. So finally I like went to the security yard and I gave them my passport. Um, so my middle name is, uh, my middle name is Arabic. Mm-hmm. Well, basically my whole, man, whole name is, but my name is Arabic. So he's like, where's your dad from? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, is your dad from here? I'm like, I don't know. So <laughs> What's your middle he's name? like, I'm going to go find it out for you. So um, the guy comes back and he's like, I need your passport. He takes my passport and he's gone for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, damn, these people love fast fuck. I'm like, what? <laughs> he comes back with this like um, airport ID and I go to the airport and he walks me through like this like secret back away tunnel i'm like okay whatever i'm like kind of freaking out because i'm like where are we going and he takes me to this room we get my bag i remember my drone is my bag so i'm hoping they don't like open it and go through it Mm. we get to security and they open they take everything out of my bag like ransack the whole bag and they found the drone and they're like you can't fly a drone here luckily the propellers were at the hotel Mm. so it looked like it was broken I'm like, I just use it for a camera. Like, I don't, I don't use it for anything else. And then he was like, okay, just don't fly it. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Egypt is an interesting place, guys. I feel like that's um, uh, one thing about traveling as well, right? Like, you just come across, like, all these unique experiences, you know? Yeah. I just adds to, like, the, your overall experience. What got you into traveling? Um... The so living in America, you're taught this certain way mm-hmm. of like the other, other countries that are, and you're taught like these countries are bad, and we've been to war with these countries, and these places are dangerous. And I think just being so open minded, I didn't want to believe that notion of like other people's cultures, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to understand it for myself. 
So I went to my first trip, Italy, Spain, France with my family. And then after that, I was gone. Like you couldn't, you couldn't keep me home because I'm like, wow, like it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You're shown so much love in other countries that you aren't shown in your own country. And it's crazy to me. I'm not coming back. It's listen, <laughs> if I could leave tomorrow, I would. Um, but definitely just visiting other countries and learning about people's cultures, uh, trying different foods and seeing that there's more to America. Like, it's crazy because so many people want to come here. But like me, I'm like, you know, send me out. <laughs> yeah, travel, see the world. It's I've, important. I feel like traveling actually just open your eyes, your mindset. You know, I think just mentally yeah. you, you get to like you get to really sit down but like you know what it's not just america yeah. you know what i'm saying like there are other places people are living way better yeah. you know what i'm saying it's just different but i think that's one of the benefit of travel where you get to experience the food the culture you know the way of lifestyle how people live over there so i think i think i think it's a good it's a good thing to do at least you should travel at yeah. least at one. least no, once no, yeah no, no, no. i believe that it's important for a young lady to do a europe tour in her 20s, in her early 20s. It's so important for a young lady to do her, her, a Europe tour. Why Europe? It's just, it's just different. I don't like know that. why Europe, but it's just, I don't know. And I watched it in Gilmore Girls, right? I don't know if you guys know the show Gilmore Girls. And the old lady, um, uh, the, the granny, the old Gilmore lady. She like also said that once in one of the episodes, like it's important for a young girl to travel Europe at least once in her early 20s. Have you ever dated outside of your American? 